Hey guys, this is Dr. Cassandra Joseph. Join me on my journey to create something epic, to create my ground up startup. Listen to my wins, my struggles, and everything in between. Check out my journey on creating Odyssey Dental Summerfield. What's up, Cassie? How's it going? It's going well, Michael. What about you? It's going good this morning. Woke up and it was like in the 40s over here. Or like late, for, uh, you know what I mean? Like 49. And I, I thought, really? what's happening? What? That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because we're right here now. We're at 61 this morning when I woke up. So we're doing better than you guys. What? Really? But, yeah, but it's winter for you. But it should be. Yeah. You never know what you're getting, going to get in North Carolina. Every day is a new season in North Carolina. Wow. So, yeah. 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 Over here, I woke up. In, has it ever been that cold in your house where you wake up, you forget to turn on like the heater and everything, but you can see like your breath, you know, like you're like, and then you see the. Oh, that's cold. Yeah. yeah that's cold. Oh, that's cold. That's how it was. No, this I morning. don't want any part of that. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's good. But so awesome, Cassie. Tell us what so far has been going on this week. So far, I'm in week three. Mm -hmm. um, this is my third full week. Um, I only work three days a week, so I start on Tuesdays. My last two weeks were amazing, and today was another great full day seeing patients amazing patients I tell you I feel like I have the best patients um, <laughs> I'm just so happy like they come through the door they're smiling ready to go and I, I don't know if it's because they have seen me on social media because all my patients 100% so far really have come from Facebook yeah um, so I guess they have seen my face they know who to expect so they're excited and happy um, so I don't know what it is, but they're all saying yes, they're all happy and I'm happy because of that. So I really, I'm really happy. I'm really, really happy because that's good. of that. And the future is bright right now. It looks like, so yeah. That's good. Like let's, okay. So I want to jump into that because I know not that long ago, a couple of days ago, you, I mean, you have been continuously getting like a really, really amazing Google reviews. Talk to me about that. Yeah, um, I've been really lucky. Like most patients, like I see about five to six patients a day because I see patients for an hour and a half. My, that's what I call my new patient experience. I just take my time. Mm -hmm. And usually I want to say two out of two or three out of the five or six leave me either a Google review or a Facebook review. Mm -hmm. um, and I intentionally ask them, you know, how was your experience, you know, and they'll tell me it was, it really was epic or it was amazing. I've never been anywhere where I was, you know, treated this way or it was so nice. And I'm like, do you mind sharing that with your friends and family for me? And I'm like, of course. And I'm like, we're going to send you a link, you know, later on tonight. They're like, okay, I definitely will. And I think the fact that I talk to them about it mm -hmm. and they give me that positive response that they're going to do it they go ahead and they do it. And mm -hmm. because they had such a great experience, they're excited about sharing it. So 
not only are they sharing and saying, oh, yeah, it was a great experience, but they're actually like, describing the experience. So I call those patients raving fans and ambassadors. They're, like, going on Facebook and writing a, a paragraph. They're going on Google, writing a great paragraph. I love those patients. To you. They, they bring, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I, I just want to ask really quick, like, what's more powerful in your eyes? Is it on Facebook or Google? Like, where they leave reviews? You know, I think, like, for people that don't know you at all, it's Google. Because if they just search, you know, dentist near me or dentist in the town that I'm practicing in, mm-hmm. I want to show up on Google reviews. Like, Facebook reviews are not going to show up. Google reviews will. And, of course, social proof is king. If you have more Google reviews than your neighbor that practices dentistry, they're going to come to you. Or at least they're going to inquire. They're going to click on your website. They're going to give you a call to see. That's how I feel. So that's my goal, to have more Google reviews than other providers in my area. There's only two other providers, and one has, I think, two Google reviews, and one has 25. And so far, I have six Google reviews, and I've only opened for eight days total. So the goal is, the goal is, you know, by the end of the year, or definitely by the beginning, January, to have hopefully more Google reviews than my counterparts in town because I think it would just let patients know that, you know, the patient experience is awesome here and they could possibly trust this location or this office to at least give us a chance. Because, you know, that's what it is. They're just giving us a chance initially by reading the reviews. They really don't know until they're here. And then once they're here, we can wow them. That's the goal is to just wow them with, you know, treating them well and give them good care. But I think it's like, I think it's really cool when... So, for example, you know how, like, you're kind of coining the term epic dentistry, right? And it's really cool when you see your, uh, I mean, you've only been open for uh, how many days? Eight days total. Eight days. Three days last week. Yeah. Eight days total. Today, eight days. Since you've been open for eight days. So, can I read one of the reviews really fast on your Facebook? It's one from your patients, and it says, absolutely wonderful. Service is top-notch. My girls and I had an epic experience. So that right there, you know what I mean? It's like, wow, she, you are portraying. But then it continues to go on, right? Friendly, smiling faces greet you from the moment you walk in. The decor is stunning throughout, and there's even a relaxation room to enjoy while you're waiting. Oh, snap, that's what we were talking about before, the relaxation room. And then it says, Dr. Joseph has the best bedside manner and is incredibly warm and friendly. You can tell she really cares about her patients and wants to know them as people, not just their teeth. I would not hesitate to recommend her to anyone. They use iPads to ease the check-in process. Forget stacks of papers. It's all electronic. So you have iPads? We do. We have tablets and iPads. We have both. Oh, wow. Okay. And then it says there are TVs in the exam rooms to help keep the kiddos. And these are... And then one thing I I saw here that says there are healthy snacks in the waiting area. What is that? Like, what what snacks do you have? Yeah, so I have, like, a little beverage area, and I have, like, apples. I actually have apples. <laughs> I have something called Made Good. Um, I have, like, Nature Bars. You know, I'm a dentist. I can't have, like, a bunch of sugary sweets. I have, <laughs> like, Pop Corners, which is, like, popcorn. But it's not popcorn. It's, like, popcorn chips, so it's not kernels that get into your gums and hurt you. Huh. Um, what else do I have? I have Kind Bars, and then I have, like, all healthy beverages, like coconut water, water, sparkling water, 
flavored water that, that has no sugar. That's the diffuser, <laughs> right? Because she talks about along with diffusers that provide the most subtle and pleasant aroma. Oh, no, 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 no. The yeah, diffusers are the t- t- the aroma, right? Like the actual things. Exactly. Ah. Aromatherapy. And she's really big. But some people get headaches from candles and from like artificial plug-ins. So I wanted something more natural and holistic and, you know, that promoted wellness. So I put diffusers in multiple rooms, one in the lounge, one in the relaxation room, one in the bathroom, Wait, uh, one dif- in the consultation room. Diffusers don't give you headaches? I didn't know that. That's awesome. No, because no, because it's more natural. It's more like real lemon oil. It's real oils as opposed to artificially mixed perfumes. So, no, they shouldn't give you headaches. They should actually relax you, especially like fresh, you know, a little bit of peppermint and citrus together, a little relaxing. Um, Patients love it, especially, you'll be be surprised. It's almost like a cult out there when it comes to like essential oil aromatherapy (laughs) people. Like all of a sudden, one person tells their friend that you offer that type of service all of a sudden they're like calling and looking up your website like literally this lady that left that review you're talking about yeah the only reason she made no appointment with me is when she went on my website and she saw that i offered aromatherapy as far as like the essential oils that i put in my diffusers that oh. was it that was the ticket in she was like oh yeah when i saw that i knew it was going to be perfect and i need to make an appointment with you and then now she's like an ambassador she's telling anyone that will listen um, that I offer that and that we provide great service. Like literally I went to like a, a holiday party mm-hmm. for the merchants in my community and another business owner said, oh yeah, so-and-so, Megan came and was telling me how awesome your office was. You offer essential oils and you're friendly and it's nice. Like she's an ambassador. Like I love that. Yeah. Um, and it's, That's awesome. Yeah. It's just listening to your patients, listening to your patients and figuring out what what they want and also how do you separate yourself from all the other dentists in the community so, so i think that's what we're doing especially if we're going to say epic yeah say epic dental experience we have to bring it we can't just be you know okay mediocre we have to be epic every single day and you may say that's a lot of pressure it really is not because we enjoy what we do and we enjoy just being over the top with our customer service and i think that helps with the patient experience and also with case acceptance like it's hard for the patients to say no when they want the treatment and they have such good service when they come through the door people mm-hmm. are smiling it smells good it looks good it's, it's a lot of psychology involved and it comes full circle like like i said yeah so there's a rhyme and reason behind all this and i like I that it. though yeah i, I like that it. love it. yeah it's, it's so talk to me about that because i know last week um, like after we recorded, right? Uh, you were talking to me about like ambassadors, and there was this one guy. Was it a guy or a girl who just started like talking you up to everybody? Oh yeah, that's my that's that's someone called Melody. She's not even a patient yet. She just saw the practice being built, and we would go back and forth on Facebook. She would ask me questions. Doctor Joseph, do you do this? I was like, yes. I'm so excited that you're moving in. I'm like, thank you. And I would just always take the time to reply to her comments or her questions or her private message and I was like you should come by and take a tour and she did she would just stop by we would give her a tour and anytime I post something she's reposting it she's sharing it she's talking about the practice and how amazing it is and how friendly we are she's definitely an ambassador and she's from the town because I'm not from the town I practice in 
but mm. the people in the town are supporting me. And that's so important to have buy-in from the people that actually live in the town and make choices for the town or influencers in the town. Yeah. And that's why I'm finding just being really friendly and paying attention and being courteous is causing me to have people that are my ambassadors. They believe in our goal. They believe in the vision and they see it. And it's not just something that we put on Facebook or on our website. They actually feel it and they believe it. So they're therefore recruiting people for us that are more like them, which is the best type of people to have with people that are already amazing. And then they have amazing friends and family that they refer to you. So mm -hmm. okay. that's how it's working out. There's a few of those. And that's my goal to, to have more and more ambassadors. And I think eventually I probably will have like a, like a something to reward them or to show my appreciation. Like, once a year, I'm just giving them like a really nice gift, kind of like what specialists do. Yeah, yeah. For us, but yeah. I'm doing it for my patients. Like you have referred so many people, you have been sharing our posts and really helping our practice grow. I want to do something nice for you, something really nice. You know, when we get there, of course. But yeah. for now, I'm just thinking about good ideas, and I think just like making sure you're replying to them and you're just telling them how much you appreciate them. That alone keeps them motivated and going. So, yeah, yeah, I like that because I feel like a lot of the times, especially when you're a new um, business, right? Your your main goal is like, okay, I need new patients. But if you're like, all oh, this person is not even, it's they've been messaging me, they haven't even came in, they're just wasting my time, right? You could easily think that, and I bet a ton of us think that, right? Because I I think that I'm not gonna lie from time to time, but then it's just more like seeing the person, right? Like you have to uh, reply to them, I guess, like nurture their relationship. And then, uh, would you say that's how they become an ambassador? I think so. And just talking, to, I think that also that, so when I see on social media, when they ask you a question, and sometimes of the questions you feel like you shouldn't reply to them in a public forum, I'll do like a DM and just taking the time to write something sincere and not something quick and in a hurry. Like you're really telling them, you know, we specialize in the anxious patient. Like we like taking care of our anxious patients. Would you like to schedule an appointment or make a reservation? You give them your number, you give them your address, and you basically help them, you help guide them why we do sedation, why we like sedation dentistry, things like that, and what exactly is sedation dentistry. I think that also helps the patient pick up the phone and make an appointment because I've had some of those patients that I'm scared of dentists, I'm anxious, mm -hmm. and I talk them through it, and they call and make an appointment. And that's awesome. So, I, like, you should take the time to comment back to everything, even if it's like a heart. They literally leave a heart or a flame saying, that's hot, that's, that's great. <laughs> you still should say thank you. You still should take your time to say thank you. Like, oh, today was a prime example. I have um, a husband and wife uh -huh. that made an appointment. Their daughter made an appointment for them because she called me maybe on a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, she called and the answering service picked up, left me a message. I called them back right away because I'm the type of person, I, I'm a startup. If someone calls and wants an appointment or has a question about an appointment, I'm going to call them right back. Yeah. So I called them back. And the daughter, she worked in an eye doctor's office for many years, so she valued customer service. The fact that I called them back and answered her question, she valued that. And she told her dad that she was calling for, you're really going to like this doctor. She's for you because she called me back. Not just anyone, the doctor called me back, which to me wasn't a big deal, but to them it was like, wow, she's really cool. She's really nice. And the father came today, and he was just raving about what, what the daughter said about me and he and he said you know what she was right i can't wait 
to tell my friends and family. I can't wait to tell my daughter so they could come too. And if my daughters know about you, the whole town will know about you. <laughs> so it's just taking the time to make sure you're calling the patients, make sure you're um, commenting that. It's just basically nurturing those relationships and having basically a relationship-based practice I think it will help it grow faster. Like I said, I'm not there yet. I'm still, you know, just started eight days ago, right? Yeah. So, but it's, but I, I'm just telling you what seems to be working for me and keeping my chairs at least full for now. And I'm not saying yeah. full like 20 patients a day, but six patients a day for me is good at this point. Yeah, um, it's really good. So. Do you think some people are or like if we're talking about dentists right now right and you know they might get replies and then they might get calls but then they're like oh how my front office deal with the social media and call do you think it's more like oh i'm a dentist i'm above that i shouldn't be dealing with that and they need to kill that mindset or it's more like um maybe you think you're busy but you're being busy with the wrong stuff or I don't know. What is your mind? What do you think? Like why some people don't do that? Like what you're doing? Oh, why is it that some people? I think some people may be like busy enough where they have the luxury of not having to <laughs> worry about that because they're not a startup. And some people they might be a startup. They're still not doing that because they may not know the importance of doing it. Because I think as a startup at this point. Patients are your lifeline. If you don't have a patient coming through that door and sitting in your seat, you can't pay back your bank loan. You can't grow. So I don't think it's because they don't want to or anything say above it. I think it's just lack of knowing how important it is until someone tells you. Like, for example, when I was an associate, what I wanted to do is make sure my books were full. I didn't just leave it up to my scheduling coordinator. I would take extra steps, for example. I would call every patient that I poked with a needle ask them literally i would say hi this is dr joseph megan calling to see how well you're doing not are you in pain are you okay let's see how well you're doing and they're like oh yeah i'm doing great thank you so much for calling i'm like well if you have any other questions please just give us a call don't hesitate that once again gives you a raving patient they will come back they're like wow my dentist called me to check on me she doesn't have to do that, yeah. but she wants to do that. And I do want to do that because I want that. I don't want to have an open back door. The best patients are the ones that keep reoccurring, coming back, and that know you and trust you and like you to do business with you. So I would do that. And I was just an associate. I didn't own the practice, but I wanted to make sure my patients knew I cared because I did care, and I wanted patients to come back for more treatment. Yeah. Also, what I would do for new patients, I would call them because the biggest no-shows are the new patients. Like, I don't know why but a lot of them like they make appointments and they don't show up i don't know if they forget or they just don't find value in those appointments mm. but sometimes they know shit well i didn't want that i didn't want to have a schedule that that looked like swiss cheese so what i would do if i saw a patient oh yes i call it swiss cheese like, like that bunch of holes in the schedule so i would look at my new patient list and the day before they would come or two days before i would call them and say hi this is Dr. Joseph. I see that you have a, an appointment with me, Megan. I'm so excited to meet you soon. Do you have any questions for me? They're like, no, or they would. I'm like, okay, if you don't, um, if you do have questions, please just jot them down. If you think of any questions, and I'll answer them. So we're going to do a full exam. We're going to come up with a plan that fits you, and that'll be it. And that will hopefully make them understand, like, I'm expecting you. You have a reservation with me. I'm waiting for you. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to meet you. And then they will come to their appointment. 
Um, I think that helps as well. I think that helps as well. I like that. Just doing those little things. Yeah, but but I didn't know that until someone told me that. The whole point of that is me saying that is that someone told me that. Like, this is what I do. Mm -hmm. These are the systems I have in place to make sure my chair stays full, to make sure I'm a productive dentist, not just a busy dentist, but a productive dentist. Mm -hmm. Um, and 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 I started doing that, and I feel like it helped. Does it guarantee zero no-shows? No. But I definitely know you're not going to have five no-shows in one day if you talk to that patient and they confirm they're coming (laughs) to the doctor. Yeah. Do you think this contributes to, because, I mean, last time we spoke, and I think it's still true today, you have 100% case acceptance, right? I do, Michael. I do. And I'm not saying that to brag. I I say that and I'm (laughs) Every patient leaves with like a ten thousand dollar treatment plan and ready to come back. Wow. My my criteria is that they leave with an appointment. Mm-hmm. If you left with an appointment, my case acceptance to me is a hundred because if you left even with a post op, that's case acceptance. But they leave with like a recall or they leave with a filling appointment. They leave with some type of appointment. To me, that's mm-hmm. case acceptance, and that's a positive one. We don't let the patient leave without an appointment call, without a recall. Mm-hmm. card of some sort and to me that's awesome and I love that I don't have a back door that's wide open it's it's a revolving door <laughs> which yeah. I like so yeah what do you do? You, are you the one who kind of like schedules the uh, the recall or like so for example let me ask this one thing like let's get specific here um, right now if you can let us know like what's the biggest case you got coming back for you the biggest case I have coming back for me right now are Invisalign. People want to come back and get Invisalign. Okay, so then how do you how do you close that? Like, how did you tell them? I guess how did you sell it, and then how did it close? Okay, um, you know I don't feel like I had to sell dentistry patients. I educate them. Uh huh. I educate them about the things I see, and I also have an intake form, and they may ask questions. They may say, oh, I wish my teeth were wider, or I wish I didn't have spaces, or I noticed food's getting packed in between my teeth. And that's my segue to, oh, okay, after the full exam, I'm like, oh, you have spaces between your teeth. That's why food is getting stuck between your teeth. Well, this is what we could do to help with that so you're, so you're not getting cavities, because, yes, you're getting food, but the consequence of getting food stuck between your teeth is that you could get cavities um so if that's not something you know we want then we could close those spaces very easily you know we could do clear aligners and i talked to them about that how you know it's a commitment for about a year and a half to two years but they won't have to worry about food getting stuck and getting a cavity and having to worry about you know a filling or even worse a root canal and crown you just educate them and give them the pros and the cons Mm -hmm. and after that they're like oh yeah i definitely want that yeah and then after that, you're like, okay, we're just going to scan you, and we're going to see if this is a good fit for you, and if it is, we can start your treatment. And, that, and that's it, Michael. It's just me spending the time, like I said, slow dentistry, just yeah. taking the time to show the models and taking pictures. And that's what I use. I use my intraoral camera to show them the areas where I see problems, and I educate them about what could happen if we let it go. Um, it's really not even a hard sell. It's just educating them, and they're like, wow, yeah, I don't want that. I definitely don't want yeah. that. You know, I don't want that crown. I don't want that root canal. And I even like today, for example, the prime example, man that came in, 
he had some crowding on his upper teeth. He also had teeth that were, it's called super eruption, when the teeth kind of drift down because you're missing bottom teeth. Mm -hmm. He was missing some bottom teeth. He had a partial. He doesn't wear his partial. So he's interested in implants, but he's not ready to, like, just go straight into it because he knows it's a bigger investment. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me how he spent $10,000 on his wife's, you know, smile. She had braces and all this work and grabs. So I quickly knew he was just investing his money into his wife's mouth, mouth right now. It's not that he could not afford implants. It's just that right now he didn't find the value in them for himself, but he definitely wanted them for his wife. That's why mm. she got all this other work. So what I did, I gave him a full exam, took the time to talk to him before we even see, sit him down and do an evaluation. I talked to him about his goals, and he tells me about his history, why he left his previous dentist, why he's here now. I let him talk, Michael, like he spoke for like 30 plus minutes, (laughs) and it was perfectly fine, perfectly fine. I'm I'm wanting to build that relationship with them. I don't mind it. Yeah. And then eventually, my assistant comes, does the radiographs, takes the pictures, and then I sit down, and I evaluate everything tooth by tooth. And then we do his cleaning. That's what he wants. And then I go back into the consultation room and I go over all the pictures. I go over the x-rays and I talk to him in layman terms. And I was like, this is where we're at. This is where I see you right now. Let's just take care of your foundation. Meaning, let's take care of your cavities. I see two areas where you have cavities. And I showed it to him on the pictures and radiographs. And I also told him that there was a tooth that needed to be removed because it just was extra tooth that he doesn't need. It was like a wisdom tooth and it was causing problems mm-hmm. at a really deep pocket. And then I was like, okay, let's do that. He was like, okay. And I'm like, next thing is we need to put teeth where they belong. Now, because you have all that drifting, we need to fix that before we even think about implants. Because he was like, yeah, you think about implants. I was like, we're not ready for that yet. Let's just put things back where they belong. Let's fix the crowding and the rotations you have. And I showed him pictures. And I told him, I'm thinking about Invisalign or clear aligner to do that. Mm-hmm. And first, we're going to scan you to see if you're a good fit for that. Or you may need traditional braces. And he was like, okay, I don't know about traditional braces. I'm like, okay. He goes, but someone <laughs> told me I could just get crowns or root canals to fix those teeth that have shifted. I go, yes, but it's always better to have your natural tooth by putting them in the right place, which would be, you know, braces. He goes, okay, okay. And then I go, then when things are in the right place, then we'll put implants where they belong. But even then, we have to evaluate, do you have enough bone? Because right now, it seems like your bone your bone levels have dissolved because, you know, bone is only there to hold in teeth. Once you remove teeth, the bone dissolves. And I went through that whole process with him. He was like, yes, that's what I would like. And I told him, this is definitely going to be a journey. A journey. So it's not going to be overnight. But we're going to make sure we have the end in mind. That means we nibble away. First, we take care of your cavities. Then we put things where they belong. Then, once your foundation is strong, then we put our implants. He goes, that sounds good to me. And he scheduled, Michael. And his first appointment's not for $2,000. It's just filling some end extractions. And then after that, then he's going to nibble away at his Invisalign. And then after that, he's going to do his implants. Yeah. That's it. Making sure they know, yes, the, the end number might be big. Yes, the end product, you know, might, might seem like it takes a lot. But it doesn't have to be a lot if you just nibble away and just educating them and them understanding, like, it, it, the, it's, you could take it in stages where it doesn't have to be, you know, three, four thousand dollars at a time. It could just be small, small, small little parts of it. And he was like, yes. And to me, that's 
100% case acceptance. That's how I'm getting it, by just breaking things down for my patients and understanding that no one has endless budget to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. And letting them know, I understand that. You know, I'm here to support them. You yeah. know, and I'm here, I'm willing to work with them, whether it takes three months to finish this treatment plan or three years. I'm here for you. And he goes, yeah, I think it's going to take a few years. I, that's how I see it. I go, yep, that's how I see it too. So I guide them. It's really like co-diagnosis. And we're treatment planning together. I'm really listening to what they want, and I'm giving it to them. Yeah, it, it's In a so, way that's so ethical. Yeah, it sounds like you're. So you know how people say like, um, "You're hearing me, but you're not listening," right? People say that sometimes to other yeah. people. Yeah. But um, there's like kind of like three phases of that, right? You got to hear them, listen to them, and then validate, right? And then that's how you start winning somebody over. And it feels like that's what you're doing. Like you're letting them speak, right? Because a lot of the times we we aren't really listening. We're just waiting to speak our turn. You know what I mean? Like we're just waiting for our turn to speak and we're thinking about what we're going to say. And sometimes we're not really always validating and hearing or listening, you know? But for you, it sounds like when it, when they're there, you're just, you're in there. You know what I mean? Like you're in there with them and just listening and validating and talking to them. So maybe that's like... um would you say that's like the key for 100% case acceptance? Um, I think, yes, being an active listener and making sure you're listening to key things. Because what is it for them? Is it time? Is it money? Is it aesthetics? What exactly is their thing? What, what is it that's going to like make them hesitate? What is it actually is going to motivate them? And I think figuring that out is going to help you get higher case acceptance. But not that I'm a guru, Michael, by any means, but yeah. I feel like you have to, that, that's one of the things. These are like the, what Chidini principles that I learned from Chris Phelps. You know, it has to be one of those things, time, money, or pain. And that's what he said, time, money, or pain. Yeah. And yeah. I think, like, you know, you know it's going to cost you more if you take this tooth out versus just fixing it with a crown. Sometimes I would just take it out. We're like, we could take it out. I understand your budget might only allow you to take it out, but please understand if you take it out, this tooth will move forward, this tooth will move back, this tooth will move down. Teeth like to touch. Then you're talking about braces for 5000 to fix it, and then you're talking about implants for another 4000 So not $9,000 later, where you can get this root canal and crown for twenty five or fifteen hundred after you factor in your insurance paying a portion of it. They're like, Oh, well then mm-hmm. I think I wanna go for that root canal and crown. Um or if you talk about <laughs> right now you have a crown, but if you wait too long you're talking about a root canal that could cause you pain slash be three thousand dollars. They're like, Oh, I'm just gonna go ahead with this crown right now. Yeah. I think it's making sure it's giving them truly an informed decision you're giving them everything you know that could possibly go wrong so they can say you know what i don't want that for myself Mm -hmm. i don't want to spend that kind of money i don't want to waste that kind of time or i don't want to be in that level of pain then they're like oh okay and still being truthful because i think that's what it is we're not educating our patients because a lot of patients are like well i didn't know that was going to happen if they extracted that tooth i didn't know my teeth were going to shift on me i didn't know i wasn't going to be able to get an implant if they didn't put a bone graft first. Mm-hmm. So it's just educating your patients. I, I'm a big advocate. Sit down, talk to your patients, and let them know what the pros and cons are for the treatment moving forward so they can 
feel good about it. Mm-hmm. And build that trust. And they tend to want to do it with you. Even if they don't have the finances initially, when they do, they do come back and do it with you because they feel like you took the time to explain it to them. Or it actually truly happens. You're like, oh, this looks, this is a crack that looks like it will split on you if you don't get, you know, the tooth covered with a crown or a filling soon. And then they come back two weeks later or a month later and there's a big crack. They're like, oh, you're right. You did tell me that. As opposed to like, you didn't tell me there was anything wrong with the tooth <laughs> when I came two weeks ago. Yeah. So, it's just not being afraid to tell them. And don't diagnose their pockets. Really don't. Just educate them. And it's their responsibility to let you know, like, oh, this is not in the budget. And always, like, making sure you let them know, you know, there's options out here. Don't feel like you need to have all this up front right now. And I, I think it's just like that. I always tell them, you know, I'm going to make a treatment plan that's custom for you based on your needs, your wants, and your lifestyle and your budget. And people like that. You're giving them all options. Everyone has a different lifestyle. Everyone has a different budget. No mm-hmm. one has an endless treat shape. So they mm-hmm. like that. Letting them know, I understand. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. So let's uh, switch gears here for a bit, and let's vent a little bit. Right now, this week, or since the last time we recorded to this time we recorded, what has been your biggest like concern or stressor? I think one of my biggest concerns right now is knowing that my associateship will end this Thursday. And I'm um, like, ooh, that, that's a big milestone. I'm excited because I can fully focus on my practice and actually have a day to work on the business and not in the business. Mm-hmm. But it's also like not a steady paycheck coming through. You know what I mean? Oh my and gosh, I have to yeah. rely on cash flowing the practice and also... Um, you know, living off of savings. So that's like nerve wracking, but it's also pushing me to get patients through the door and to give an amazing experience so we could, you know, be in the black sooner than later. So, so yeah. your your last day is when? This Thursday. Oh, 19th. this Thursday, the 19th. Jeez. My yeah, they're gosh. going away monthly. Yeah, I've been there for six years. So, yeah, and I have some patients that followed me. <laughs> least 45 minutes away. I told you they would. Man, it's going to happen. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, I'm lucky. Um, I'm Man, really lucky. That's going to be... I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I really feel humbled because of that. But now... But it, it's it, amazing. But... Yeah, it gets, it gets real now because now it's like... Right. It's, it's before... I don't know. There, there is something about having an associateship where or having like you know uh, some kind of money where you're working still part-time uh, comforting but at the same time you kind of know in the back of your mind like this it's what's bottlenecking me like it's uh, it's holding me back this little comfort you know what i mean so you kind of need to uh let yeah. it go i think i think i'll be able to really like focus on ground marketing which i think that would take the practice to the next level once I start ground marketing, once I start like going into like you know, the fitness centers, because general health is part of oral health. And if people are into like their general health, they probably want their smile to look healthy too. Mm-hmm. So I think going there and going to those independent living facilities where, you know, it's almost like a resort for people that are more mature in age, just educating them about, you don't have to have a floppy denture. These are the options, you know, why is it that your mouth feels dry? And just really educating them. So when they are ready for, 
uh, upgrade when it comes to their denture, when they are ready for implants, when they are ready to get a consultation. Hopefully, though, say, what about that doctor that came and was speaking about, you know, what we're going through? Let me give her a call. That's the goal. Just to go out there and just educate people and just go to, like, the fire department, my neighbors, the police station, and just say, hey, I'm here. I'm excited. Please let me know what I could do for you. Here's some brochures. Here's some, you know, information. Here's some healthy snacks. Here's some hygiene products. You know, let me know what we could do. Also, I was thinking of doing, like, a monthly spotlight for local business owners Ooh. and just spotlighting and letting them know, like, you know, letting the community know, you know, why these small businesses are awesome. And I think that will help help build relationships with these businesses. Give yeah. them value, you know, give my practice a little bit more value. Like, I'm not just about trying to take, 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 but I'm trying to build you up. I'm trying to grow you. And hopefully, in return, they'll say, oh, yeah, there's a dentist down the road if you're looking for one. Yeah. <laughs> no. You're right. So that- I would love to feature that. Yeah, you. that would be, like, I remember a lot of the times what I would like to do is, uh, and nobody knows, like, these businesses don't know that you only have one patient or you have a million, right? So you can walk in and just say, like, hey, I want some of your information. Every month we like to spotlight a business, and this month we decided to pick you guys. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for picking, uh, right? You know, they get excited, like, they feel honored. Um, but in reality, I mean, you know what I mean? It's something like you're just doing. And at the same time, you can also say, why don't you guys come on in? Right. Then they come on into your practice. They become a patient. And then you see how like there's a rapport building. There's like relationships and then they refer and so forth. So that would be really awesome if you did that, like spotlight a, a business, you know what I mean? That you decide to support or like, I don't know, have their information at your front desk or something like that. I don't know. Or in hygiene kits. That'd be pretty cool. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I can, and I think once I have more time where I'm not working six days a week, I'm only working four days and then working on the business, I'll, I'll be able to do that and sincerely go to these small businesses and talk to them. So mm-hmm. that's the next milestone, like really getting getting into the community and doing that ground marketing. Awesome, awesome. So, okay. Yeah. And then what has been your favorite resource this week? This week. Oh, my favorite resource so far. You know, the fact that I'm getting reviews. Like, you don't understand. I'm like a kid in a candy store. Um, uh-huh. Like, when I see, like, in my Google email, like, you just got a new Google review. Or through my Modento app, I got, like, a Facebook review. Or if I just see it, I'm like, yay! Yeah. I'm so proud. Just going to help me get more patients. That means patients are happy with us. We're doing quality care. We're treating them exceptional. And that was always the goal and the vision. And just to see it unfold and come to light is amazing. Like, that's the goal. I want my patients to feel cared for and loved. And, you know, we're really here for them. We're advocates for them. And for them to really feel it and also go out and give testimonies about it or you know, leave reviews about it. That really melts my heart and makes my heart smile. It really does. I love that. So that has been priceless for me. The, the what, what part? I'm sorry, because you got kind of cut off on the part where you said uh, you feel. <laughs> well, oh, I said swell. Swell just being able to send the patients the link around the time their home has been priceless to me. Oh. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to you know, manually do it. I don't have to call. Yes, I tell my patients, you know, I'm going to send them a link, but I physically didn't have to send them a link. So I did it for me. 
it just separates you from a lot of other providers just having that little extra so, yeah. yeah well i would say that so far this week like i said i'm like a kid in the candy shop when i get these <laughs> like you know emails or texts that i got in the review and it's like an awesome review you know yeah i know man i feel like everybody who does have swell always like skyrockets their reviews really really fast so that's good that they are a good resource if, if anybody looking into them they are a really good resource um and then what is one question you possibly need answered immediately that the audience can help with uh, how to get systems in place because i think so many things are being thrown at me where i'm the hygienist i'm the practice manager I'm the dentist, I'm the accountant, I'm everything, right? I'm the housekeeper. I'm like, how do you get organized and stay organized? Because it's a lot, Michael. That's yeah. the fact that people don't see. It, it's a lot. Like, don't let anyone fool you. Like, oh, I'm doing great. It's amazing. It is amazing. It is great. But it's a lot of work and a lot of, um, it's a lot of stress. It, it could be overwhelming. It really can. You're like, your to-do list is never ending. Do you feel you need like so a, just, like a... Like, how do you make sure you get everything done in the day? Do you write, like, a checklist or a to-do list? Or do you just kind of, like, go? I do. Okay. Yeah, I have reminders. I have um, notes that I write to myself. Um, I just try to do as much as possible. I can never say I get everything done that I need to do. In that one day, it's just like an endless to-do list, to be honest. I just, I'm just proud of myself if I execute a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it never ends. It never ends as like a business owner where you only have two team members. It just never ends. Like you just jump in when you need to. You jump in to clean the room. You jump in to clean, you know, the bathrooms. You jump in and answer the phones. You jump in and, you know, drop off checks and pay the bills. Like you just do what you need to do because at the end of the day, it's your business and no one can care for it more than you can. Even though people are there and they're doing an awesome job, but at the end of the day, it falls on you. You just do it. So I guess for me, it's like, how do you make sure you don't drop things off your plate? Because there's so many things on the plate right now. So That's um, true, yeah. I think you uh, sometimes you – I think something has to drop off the plate, right, in, in order for you to start like, <laughs> uh, like oh, no, maybe I need a, some something else, right? Or like I need another employee or something. They say like once yeah. you realize you need another – employee it's too late because then now you got to find them and then you're like oh my gosh it's even heavier you know so yeah i don't know yeah it's tricky it is it is but you know what i asked for this so i can't complain about it. that's how i see it you can't ask for something and complain about it, yeah. complain about it. oh my gosh i'm too busy there's too much going on like <laughs> yeah so people are listening you know, they're like jeez cassie you're busy and i'm over here open for this many days you know what i mean like People would like you're you're in a really good spot right now. Yeah, and I appreciate it. So I'm not going to complain about it, but I'm not going to complain about it. That's all I'm going to say. So. <laughs> okay, no worries, no worries. And then, so what's next? Because next week you are are you going to be open or closed? You know, <laughs> since I am a startup, mm-hmm. um, I can't even, I can't give one whole week of paid vacation yet. That's <laughs> the goal eventually. So I will be open on the 23rd, but I am closed like Christmas Eve and Christmas and the day after Christmas, but I am open on the 27th and on the 28th. And guess what? I'm fully booked because everyone wants to get in before the year ends for their cleaning, for their treatment. So 20, the 23rd, Mike, is a great day. Like this is my first real productive day. Like every patient almost is a production case versus yeah. just new patient, new patients in the cleaning. So I think I have 
eight patients on the books. Two of them are new, but everyone else is production. So this will be like my first high production day. And I'm like super excited. That means I can pay some bills. <laughs> <laughs> Make some money. I know, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. Wow, man, that's fast then. You're already like making it all happen. And it's a good time because, yeah, you're right. It is the end of the year. Awesome, man. I'm so, I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I really appreciate it. So then we'll hear about like how everything came along the rest of this week and a little bit next week. Awesome. Sounds good. So then, any last words, Cassie? No, I would say if anyone has any questions, please don't hesitate to send me a direct message on Facebook or Instagram. I definitely want to be a resource for my startup colleagues out here. Team startup, I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, guys, all that will be in the show notes below. Um, Cassandra's Instagram, her Facebook, also her practice website and stuff like that. So you guys can um, look into it a little bit more, see the type of lives she's doing and so forth. And please, please feel free to reach out uh, to her, ask her any questions or concerns that you have. Um, That would be amazing. So awesome. Until then, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Take care. Continue to have a great week.